Well, you've done it. You finally reached the bottom of the barrel of podcasts, a place where stupidity meets insanity meets a microphone. Your host, a man who is, well, you'll just have to judge for yourself as he takes you through the wasteland of society, history, politics, sports, commentary, pop culture, and all of its modern depravity. Don't turn back now. You're at Dane Bramage. Good luck and Godspeed. Good morning, everybody. It's Jeff in the Dane Bramage Studios in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Actually, you know what? When Vegas is, the temperatures aren't like a thousand degrees, it's not that bad here. Like, and I've said it before, like my inspiration um, meter kind of goes up a little bit more the cooler it gets. So I'm not going to be so like drugged down from the heat. You know, I'm, I'm really, there's some, you know, changes I'm trying to make here. Some of them are financially driven. Um, I'm trying to get a mixing board and a new mic. Uh, so I don't have to do it from my phone anymore. I just think the, the quality of the show lacks when I do it from my phone. And it's not out of laziness. It's just like, it's availability. You know, it's availability of time. Anyways, like like I said, when it cools down, I get I have more time. I have more energy. And the show's like just going to be a lot better. Like if you guys notice, like May's shows, April's shows, June's shows were a lot better than July's and August, obviously. Um, because it gets hot and, and like, it just, it really ruins me. Like as a person, <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, I don't even know, man. It's like the worst drug I've ever taken. I don't even get high off it. The freaking heat, you know, uh, but I'm not going to say it, you know, spend too much time bitching about the heat. I do that enough. Um, first and foremost, man, before I get started, I need to give a like gigantic, and I mean gigantic shout out to, like probably one of the three people I listen to this show, and that would be Derek. Uh, I, Derek, I don't. I hope I'm not mispronouncing your name, Relaford. Relaford. I just we never brought up your last name before. So, um, aka Fat Jesus, uh, with uh, Back Home Media. Um, he's a podcaster. Uh, his stuff is really good. Uh, one of his I have flag flagship shows is uh, in the Free Zone with Norm. Uh, you know, just a good. Good show, man. Good, good banter. A uh, lot of, you know, sports, politics stuff. Um, you know, just uh, please check this guy out. Um, this guy's, you know, he's he's a, he's a multi-talented dude, man. Like he's in podcasts. I've been in podcasting for a long time. Um, you know, he's a musician. Uh, just just a really good guy. You know, um, he's been trying to trying to help me with my with my show. You know, maybe. I don't know, get two more of you to listen. <laughs> but hey, listen, everything, look, everything starts out small. Like, unless you're a comedian, and, and he's told me this, like, unless you're a comedian with like a built in audience or something like that, or like, you know, some, uh, was it, uh, I, God, I can't even think of the name. It's the most popular form of media out there, and I can't even think of the freaking name of it. Uh, reality TV star that, really doesn't deserve I'm sorry guys reality television sorry that doesn't take any talent okay it doesn't take any talent to be rich and live <laughs> like that's all they're doing is like we're rich and we're existing and that's the premise of the show come see our screwed up life um how about this you set up a camera with two homeless junkies I'll watch that show okay you know junkie downtown like I'll, I'll watch that show okay um, that, that, that's real living there. 
Um, but anyways, yeah, Derek Relford, man, Back Home Media, just a just a really good guy. Please check his stuff out. Um, you can find it on Spotify. You can find it on iTunes, uh, other platforms. Uh, this guy knows what he's doing, and all those crazy nuts down there at Back Home Media. Just uh, look, Derek, thank you so much, man, for everything you're helping me with. Um, I really hope to be part of the roster, and I'm, I'll just straight up say, like, I really hope to be part of that roster someday. Um, with all those crazy nuts and back home media, good guys, uh, fun stuff, funny stuff, um, you know, just uh, just just a bunch of pretty much hick redneck white boys. <laughs> well, like that, I mean, really, that's what I am. Like, I mean, I'm from the South. I'm from Alabama. Uh, half my family lives in Virginia. Um, the real, the real Southern capital, Virginia, Virginia. Yeah, you know, Virginia! I mean, that's, I like, if you if you watch enough Civil War stuff like I do, you get this, like, Virginia! Like, this thing in you that wants to just cry out Virginia. Even though I'm not a Confederate sympathizer and that, you know, I've gotten into that many times before. Well, I think anyone who's a lost cause Confederacy nut is just an absolute moron who doesn't understand anything about history. Like, so, yeah, anyways, that, that I'm just, Derek, I just want to shout you out, man. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. Um, again, guys, please, you know, give this guy a holler just, or, you know, check out his stuff. Uh, he's on everything, man. He's on Facebook. He's on all this stuff. So, uh, like I said, Derek Relford, AKA Fat Jesus. Uh, yeah, just a, just a good guy. And thank you for everything you're doing, man. Anyways. So, uh, going away from gratitude to my platitudes. Um, Ooh, that, that was a poet. I didn't even know it, you know? Uh, but, um, yeah, no, uh, I, I guess I'm going to do this show about politics, which is, boo, ah, whatever, go fuck yourself. Um, so, I don't think it takes a fucking genius right now to see how screwed up the country is. Um, all it takes is you need to put gas in your car. Like, if, you, if you're that walled off to where you're not even paying attention to that, I, I, there's no help for you. Like, either you're just so rich that it doesn't matter, or you have yourself this nice little Tesla electric car, which no real people can afford, or, um, you know, you're just some fucking, oh God, some some mountain bike fucking riding around the city moron that fucking tries to put his Whole food sacks on his handlebars, or on his little, his little fucking flower basket in the front or back, you fairy. Um, so, yeah, uh. You know, I remember, remember many, many years ago, <laughs> and then, you know, you know, you know, this guy's a fucking libtard when you went now. And, and we didn't have that definition back then, like, you know, 22 years ago. Um, but now we do. And now I know this guy's a libtard. So anyways, I'm, we have the, uh, the cat bus here, the city area transit bus here in Las Vegas, you know, and, uh, let me put it like this, man. If you're on the cat bus, shit just ain't going right. <laughs> if you're taking the cat bus as your primary fucking means of transportation, things have just not gone right for you. Like, like, and if you're, if you're past the age of 20 or, you know, under the age of 65, shit just has gone downhill. Okay. Um, now obviously there's some people that have no choice. They have to, and I'm not dissing on people for this, for their economic uh, situation. Like everyone's, everyone struggles, man. You know, God knows I'm fucking struggling. I can barely put food on the table right now. Um, but you know, everyone has a hard time. I'm not dissing on that. I'm just saying like, if you find yourself on a cat bus, uh, 
at 6 a.m. on your way to work, you know that like you're not where you want to be in life. Like things have not gone exactly as to plan. So, anyways, I'll never forget. I got on a cat bus here in uh, Vegas on Charleston and Rainbow. It was kind of like, you know, back in 2001. This is like, this is, crack and meth hit that neighborhood around like the mid-90s. And it really, like, this is a neighborhood I grew up in. And it really just kind of devastated it, you know, for quite a while. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, crack hit that neighborhood pretty freaking bad. And, uh, and meth. Um, more meth. So anyways, you had, uh, you had this neighborhood, going. I lived in that neighborhood, you know, I'm taking the bus, I'm taking, I, I had a job, I was actually a telemarketer, um, oh God, I can't believe I did that one, I was like 18 or 19, you know, but you, you gotta do what you gotta do, um, so I was a telemarketer, and, uh, I had to take the bus downtown, so I get on the bus, driving down, you know, and if you're on a cab bus at 6am, everyone, pretty much everyone on there is going to work, or, this is the end of the bender night, you know, like it's like, it's, it's one of two, one of two. You're either going to work, the day's starting for you, life sucks, you got your head down, maybe you got your headphones on, you got some sunglasses on, you're staring at the fucking floor, trying not to uh, engage in any kind of fucking uh, conversation with anybody. Um, and, uh, you know, you're just, you're just staring at the floor, <laughs> just, just pissed off of the world. And, um, or you're, like I said, you're, you're, you're the end of the night, man. You're, you've been on a bender. It's, it's been a long night and the sun's up, you know, God's flashlight has hit your eyes. It's burning you and you're ready to go wherever you're going to go to sleep this off. And, uh, sometimes it's home. Sometimes it's the bus. So anyways, um, I'm going, I'm down, you know, it's like six, whatever, six something, you know, bus is stopping. You got, the bus makes these herky jerky fucking movements. It's got all these noises. And, you know, all you want to do is like, if you're lucky enough to have a window seat, you just want to put your head up against the window. And just, especially like when it's cool out, you're just like, oh, like just like, you know, like just whatever. But, um, so we're going down, going down, going down a couple of stops. I think we'll go about, you know, a couple of miles down the road. And all of a sudden, like next thing I know, I see this guy go, wait, wait, wait. And he's carrying this fucking bike. All right, cool, whatever. Just got a bike, puts it on the, there's a rack on the front of the bus, and it, the little, little, you know, arms come down on the bus. He puts his bike on, comes up, and we got the white, athletic, uh, you know, bike gear on. Um, he's got, he's got his, uh, he's got his beard, um, and he comes on. And, you know, he's just, he's just, he's just full of life, you know, just full of life, full of beans, you know, um, just comes over and, 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 and sits next to some, I think it was a lady, if I remember right. Um, and, uh, you know, he starts talking to her and he's just like, oh yeah, I just moved here from so-and-so and, uh, you know, this place is, uh, it's just so different, you know, people are just, they're just not as connected as they are, which is true. Las Vegas, like we, we don't. We typically, unless you're, unless you have something in common with a person or you're in a common situation, you don't really make a lot of connections here in the city. It's just not like, it's like if you're standing next to someone, you could go to the same McDonald's for 20 years, right? At the same time and see the same people and probably never talk to them. Like, that's just the way Vegas is. We're just, I don't know why that is. I, I, a lot of people say it's because it's so transient, you know, because there's so many people here from so many different places and it's like, there's just not a community here. The only time we have a community is like 
the the Vegas Strong thing where we had that asshole shooter at Mandalay Bay that killed a bunch of people at the Country Talk concert. Um, so that that's something that happened, and that you know created a, kind of a community that created the whole Vegas Strong thing. Um, or you have the Raiders. Um, a lot of people get together on that. You know, a lot of people here love the Raiders. Especially because there's so many people from from Southern California here that, you know, just love the Raiders. And, you know, it's kind of cool. That, it's not kind of. It's really cool that we have them here. And then we have the Golden Knights, the Stanley Cup champions. You know, they that, when the Vegas Strong thing happened, when the, when, the, when the shooting happened, the Mandalay Bay shooting happened, um, the Golden Knights that season went on a tear. I mean, it was their first year in the NHL. They were an expansion team, brand-new team, brand-new players. Um, and they went on a Stanley Cup run, and uh, that never happens, ever, 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 ever happens in uh, in, in hockey, any, any sport in general. You don't see an expansion team like like tear off a you know tear the league a new one and just like you know run off a bunch of wins and want to win a championship. It doesn't happen like that. Or they didn't win, but they got to the Stanley Cup. So uh, uh, yeah, it. It's crazy, but that did happen, and that that kind of like kind of sort of created a community. Um, mm. You guys ever hear those gaps? Oh, that's me drinking coffee. Um, but yeah, that's that kind of sort of created a community. But other than that, no, we don't really. Vegas is just like I said; it's just it's just a different town. It's so it's just way cosmopolitan, way transient, way touristy it just it just we don't have a community here and we don't have the weather for it either like you do notice here in town like during the cold people are a lot nicer to each other they're engaged each other how's it going but like when it's hot oh fuck no we don't want to like it just it just makes everyone miserable like you don't want to say a word to someone you know it's just like because talking takes energy <laughs> you know, saying five words to someone that's going to take a, some extra energy and fuck that there that's it's not you it, there's no point in doing that so anyways um so this guy's on the bus you know he's just like oh yeah it's it's it's, it's just so different here he didn't sound like that but he's kind of got that fucking liberally city fucking voice you know college boy voice um just uh and he's explaining, he's like, you know, the, the, I think, you know, I think he was talking to a girl. If I remember, I think he was talking to a girl. And she asked, she's like, well, where do you live? And he goes, oh, I live up in Summerlin. Now, Summerlin, from the point of where he was picked up from on the bus, is like far away, right? And he lived up on almost, at that time, on the edge of Summerlin, right? Like, like kind of like on the very west tip of Sahara. And where he was picked up, like this, I think it was like Jones and Charleston's where he was picked up. Maybe actually might have been more by the the community college, um, but uh, but I'm not sure, guys. I don't don't quote me on. It. I I you know no one's gonna quote. No one's gonna look this up. Be like, huh? Who rode the cat bus in 2001? <laughs> but anyways, um, no. Uh, so yeah, this guy's on there. He's talking to this girl, talking, 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 and uh, finally. Uh, she like, you know, they're talking like, oh, you live up in Summerlin, what are you doing down here? Oh, no, no, no. And uh, she said, uh, she's like, well, why are you riding the bus? He goes, you know, I just want to stay aware of just how everyone lives. And, you know, I don't like to be too shielded off by that. And a car does that. You just, you're on your own. I'm like thinking to myself like, you motherfucker. 
Number one, how dare you? Number two, do you think anybody in this bus right now is thinking that? Do you think anybody in this bus right now, if someone said, here's, here's a new car, take it, wouldn't be like, woo, I'm out. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, like, come on, man. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Number one, you're either one of a few things. A, you got a DUI, okay? That's why you're taking the bus. You got a DUI because you're on your bike. Two, you, whatever, you were listening to the Bee Gees and you got fucking on a good vibe and you just started biking a little bit too far and you noticed that the town was, color dynamics were changing a little bit, okay? And it freaked you out and you said, oh God, I'm not in white Summerlin anymore. So you just, and back then, yeah, Summerlin was like pretty much 99% white back then. So uh, yeah, you got freaked out by the color dynamics and you ran to the nearest cat bus you could find, um, which is weird because he was going east. So I don't know. I don't know what the hell he's doing. I really don't. Maybe maybe he's taking his bike down to the strip. Oh, you know, that's that's possible. Maybe he was taking his... I didn't even think about that. Maybe he was taking his bike down the strip. I tell you what, brothers and sisters, taking your bike down the strip, going to Charleston, Las Vegas Boulevard, yeah, not the time, not the area of the strip you want to be around, especially back then. So, uh, anyways, um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just I was thinking to myself, I was like, you're so full of shit. Oh, I'm doing this, you know, I just want to stay aware of people and how they're living. It's like, what are you fucking, what, 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 I mean, like, are you some sociologist? Are you like, are you some uh, National Geographic guy? Just, uh, I'm examining the, the practices and habits of the Las Vegas 6 a.m. Tuesday morning bus driver. I mean, get the hell out of here, man. I don't, enough, enough of your bullshit, Okay enough like you can fool you can fool some people never mind i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm gonna murder that lincoln quote so i'm good um but yeah no dude like this this fucking douchebag like it's like so so that's who i think there's just so many like that's your democrat voter right that's your democrat voter they're 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 successful even though they don't like it even though they feel guilty about it because you know they're white or they're this or they're that and they don't deserve to be, you know, it should should be taken away from them until, you know, they want to take it away from them until it's actually time to take it away from it. And then they don't want that, you know, like they're OK with the taxes going up because they can afford to pay it um, or or they're on the flip side. And there's on so many gosh dang, uh, you know, handouts that, you know, it, it's like it, it's just it's. It's it, it runs against them to vote against the Democrats like like that. And, you know, Mitt Romney said that said that, you know, pretty much when you get 50 percent or 49 percent of the American people on some kind of handout. Well, there you go. Like they're dependent on handouts. They're dependent on the government expanding. They're they're dependent on, you know, uh benefits from the government. So they're not going to vote against their own self-interest. And I and look, I don't blame people. For voting for Democrats, if it's a, it's a case of being able to survive or not. Like, like I know how it is. You, like I said, you got to put food on the table. So you know, just you know, people are just so quick to do that though. Now people are so quick to just be like, oh, just just run to the government if you can't afford some. Just run to the government. It's like there's no, there's no willing to. Now there's some people that need it. I don't. I'm not one of these guys that thinks that all people should be taken off of Social Security. All people should be on their own. I do not think that. There are some people that do need assistance from the government. There's some people that are not able to work. Literally not able to work. You know, um, 
and they need help. And, and sometimes you get a tough, and sometimes you have a tough time. Sometimes you lose a job. Sometimes this, that, and the other thing. And that's why the, the the safety net exists is to help those that are really in need. It does not exist for those that really can work and just don't want to. Okay, that's not the purpose of the program. The purpose of the program is not to keep generations on the dole. That's not the purpose of the program. Okay, it's for temporary relief or for those that really honestly and truly cannot work. And the man keeping me down is not a legitimate excuse. Okay, that's not that. that sorry, like then then no people oppressed people should ever be successful ever, and that, that happens all the time. Um, so yeah, just enough of this bullshit. Uh, so those are your Democrat voters, one or the other. They're either very, you know, have money and they live in the suburbs and they just feel so guilty about their station in life that they feel like they need to, they need to be scolded by politicians all the time about how good they have it. And they need to worry about things that don't really matter. Um, and they need to, you know, be social justice warriors and stand up for every stupid ass cause. It doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Like, does it really matter if transgender people get their own bathroom or get to choose which bathroom? No, it doesn't. That, that doesn't, that doesn't make a big difference in the whole of civilization of all the problems we're having right now. Transgender rights should probably be the like bottom of the list priorities. Okay. Any of that shit. Social shit, man. When, when the house is burning down, okay, let's not worry about the paint job on the house, okay? Like, who gives a shit? It's better in purple. What, does it matter? It's burning down. Your stuff's in there, man. I know, but the house is better purple. I feel better when it's purple. I really do believe that I'm a purple then go fucking jump in the house, okay? I mean, that's why they're just, they're more comfortable in the burning house. They feel better in it. I mean, some people are like that. Some people are like, they feel better when everything's going to shit. You know, it makes them happy. It makes them feel like they're needed. You know, that's another voter base. It's just people sitting around just wanting something to believe in. And because we've been told so much now that there's not a God... God doesn't exist. You shouldn't feel patriotic. You shouldn't feel good to be an American. You shouldn't feel good to be whatever. You shouldn't feel good to be black, white, whatever the hell. Um, you shouldn't feel good about your accomplishments. You know, I, I put out a Facebook post where we, and I talked to this lady about this yesterday. It's like, we, these days, we applaud our victims and vilify our heroes. You know, we really do, man. Like our heroes are the people that are proactive and, and do, um, you know, a, an active good, right? Um, a proactive good. They, they do something outside of themselves. They make a sacrifice. Okay. They save people, you know, firefighters, cops, whatever, um, you know, medics, first responders of all, of all stripes, um, and, or, you know, people that do amazing things, you know, run into a burning building to save this or do this. Uh, people that go outside themselves, you know, volunteers, people that go around the community helping people that, um, you know, are either less fortunate or that, you know, have health issues and they can't do things for themselves. And these people come in and do things for them. And, and there's so many volunteers out there. And they, you know, the thing is about heroes they they mostly don't want the spotlight. They don't they don't want the camera on them. They don't need to have anyone tell them how great of a job they're doing. They're just doing it, you know. 
And forever in a day in America, we used to applaud that. Hell, that's that's who you know the commercials and all that. That's who that's who we show. That's who we that's who we idolize. You know, hey, be like this guy, be like that guy, be like this American hero, be like that American hero. You know, and, and you can find them in all colors, shapes, and sizes, man. Um, you know, there's great gay heroes. There's great black heroes. There's great Mexican, white, Italian, uh, d- 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 Chinese, whatever, man. Whatever your your background is, you can find a hero in America. There's one for you. I promise you, there is always one for you. Um, but now, what we do with heroes is we tear them down, right? Pat Tillman. What do we have to find out about him? Oh, oh, actually, he was a he, no, no. There's a whole thing about Pat Tillman's wrong because he was he was killed by friendly fire. So so he's really not a hero. Chris Kyle, you know, American Sniper. That movie comes out. I absolutely love American Sniper. That movie is fantastic by anyone's measure. It's got drama. It's got action. It's got history. It's got the whole fucking nine, right? And this guy is a good guy. Why? Why is he a good guy? And why do so many people on the right, and not even the right, man, just like like normal American people, why is it so many people love this movie is because he says in the movie over and over again, that's real evil. That's evil. He calls out evil as he sees it. He sees evil. He says, that's wrong. You do not take a drill and drill a fucking kid's head in. I don't care what your situation is in life. I don't care how you're being oppressed, which you're not. I, I, you know, you don't have an excuse to terrify families and put a drill into a child's head. They're, 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 Allah, I, I can't imagine... Allah being like, yeah, that, that, that's justifiable. Sure. Like, there, there's, there's no way. And that movie calls out the bad. It calls out the evil. It calls out the wrong that, um, you know, they see all the time, that this guy sees all the time in the world. And that's why he, that's why he joins, you know, uh, the, the Marine sharpshooters. Right? Was it SEALs? No, it's Navy SEALs. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Navy SEALs. So that's why he joins the Navy SEALs and become a sharpshooter, you know? Um, and this guy, you know, he, he racks up the most kills in U.S. history uh, in, the, in the wars, in the Iraq and Afghanistan wars. Um, and this guy, he's just a hero. You know, he's a good man. And what does the left do? The minute that movie comes out, instead of celebrating it, Said joining in the rest with us. No, Michael Moore goes on Facebook or Twitter, wherever the fuck it was, who cares, and says, Oh, there's there's people in the German army that was like that too. Or my I was led to believe that heroes, you know, face fire. They don't they don't go from a distance and just kill people. Okay, look, hey Michael, he's killing the bad guy, bro. Now I know in your twisted fucked up fantasy life there is no such thing as good and bad it's just no we make them bad right right it's always america's fault no matter what the fuck it is in this world it's always america's fault always america's fault you know gosh dang let's blame america it's not the fact that they have a fucking system of oppression that has existed in that land for thousands of years and creates tyrants and fucking terrorists. That's what that system, that's what that system creates. And until they're able to confront that and change that for themselves, we're never going to be able to change it. Unfortunately, we've tried, we've tried, we've tried. They don't want it. Fuck them. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll call it straight up. Radical Islam is the most dangerous 
That and communism are the two most dangerous philosophies in the world right now. Radical Islam is for killing, murder, destruction. And if you don't believe it, read the fucking Quran for yourself. Okay? Now, Muhammad, when he first, when, when you know, at the beginning of the Quran, okay, and, it, you know, look, there's so much I could get into with the, the shit about Islam. Um, I forgot the man's name. I forgot the man's name. So don't, don't shoot the messenger here. But I forgot the man's name, but there's, there's this YouTube video you really need to watch, okay? And it's what every American should know about Islam, okay? What every American should, and it goes through the whole history of Islam, okay? And I'm sorry, it's a phony baloney religion, okay? It is a it is a religion based on a doctrine that says that Christianity, Judaism, you know, th that's a that's that's the foundation of religion. But it says that oh, you know, they've lost their way, you know, their holy books. They're not living by the holy books. So the thing is, the guy who created this religion, Muhammad. The only thing he knew about Christianity was the stories he heard about Jesus growing up that were, they weren't part of the gospel. They weren't, they weren't scripture related. They were just these stories that were like, they're like fables, legends, you know, Jesus said this, this, and this, you know, and he, it made Jesus more of a man than, than anything else. And it, and it was just different things that Jesus never did. There's no proof of it. It's just these heretical tales that are out there. Right. And that, and that's where, where Muhammad gets off with these things. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, that, 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 that's like the basis of the religion. So, um, you know, I think we've gotten away with, there's so many terrible things going on in our own country. We can't really reflect on Islam anymore. ISIS was defeated and that's a great thing. But anyways, yeah, Chris Kyle, man, like this guy was an American hero and the left just tore, tore his, tore his legacy a new one because, and I look, dude, I lived in Dallas when that shit went down. When Chris Kyle died, I do remember driving on the freeway those, that morning. And seeing, you know, yeah, it was a, it was a cloudy, rainy day. And I, I, you know, there was banners hanging everywhere for Chris Kyle on the freeway. I mean, it's just like that man was an American hero. So, you know, but the left, see, they can't have heroes. They got to tear them apart. They got to tear them a new one. They can't have that. You see, because, because if you believe in heroes, then you also believe that anyone can do anything at any time. We can all have great lives. We can all be masters of our own destiny. We can all, you know, uh, be honorable people. We can we can do great things at any time, right? Um, anybody can. Anybody, anybody can go from just a zero to a hero in a second. You know, it doesn't take... We all typically get the opportunity to, to do that. And, and sometimes we take it and sometimes we don't. So... But the left can't have that because if they have that, then people want to feel good about themselves. They feel good about their country and they feel like they're part of it. No, they need you to feel like you're not part of it, that you're nothing, that you're less than zero, that you can't, you can't, you can't achieve. Uh, you, you need to be down in the dumps, man. You need to be down in, in the dumps all the time, all the time. Right? So that's, that's usually the situation with the left wing, um, with the Democrat party. Um, because the Democrat party is left wing now. Uh, so we tear apart our heroes, but we do have our own set of heroes now, different type of heroes, victims, victims are the new hero and it is an Olympics for 
the victimhood. It's for you know, it's it's the victim Olympics. It's who can get who can get the gold medal of being a victim. Who's got it the worst, right? The uh, transgender, Jewish, black, female KKK leaders got it the worst, right? Like they they. <laughs> You know, um, they, they, they got the worst, man. They're just, they're just so oppressed. Everyone hates them. And yeah, so they're the ultimate victim. So we need to, oh, how brave. I, I mean, that's such a big, I came out of the closet. Oh, you're so, I, I got a transition. Oh, you're so brave. You're so brave for being fucking mentally deranged, making a personal choice and possibly ruining your life. Because we don't have the, the, the right, you know, statistics to show the long-term consequences of a fucking 12-year-old deciding to fucking transition. Oh, you're, you're, oh these, these, these trans kids are so brave. Look at that drag queen. So brave. These people are fucking freaks, man. And whatever, be a freak. But I'm not applauding you. You want to be a freak, man. Do it on your own damn time. I'm not fucking... I'm not, I'm not going to give you a 21-gun salute because you fucking put some tits on. Come on. Give me a break. What? <laughs> I mean, if I mutilate myself, do, do I get to be a victim too? Do I, get a, do I get a parade? Do I get to go on... You know, I mean, it, you know... You know who does this? It just shows, like, how full of shit people are, and I do... Of course, I'm sure, like, you know, NBC didn't mean for that to happen, but this, uh, this, this, uh, new show based on a true story where it, you know, there's a fake serial killer in California and, uh, the girl from, uh, um, uh, who played Penny in, uh, uh Big Bang Theory. I, I, forgive me. I don't know her name. Um, she is like, you know, she starts a podcast with her husband with this killer guy and, uh, but you know, one of the I think it's like the third or fourth episode is they they go to this they go to this podcasting convention or, or true I'm sorry true crime convention, and uh, you know one of the supposed victim or, or one of the supposed uh, survivors of the serial killer that got away from him uh, is taking stage with these two you know it's like God damn it's like they have I swear to God man this show just hits the nail right on the head of some of these podcasting chicks, right? You know, I think they call them like the crime chicks or something like that, or the murder chicks, some dumb shit like that. Um, and it's two blondes, you know, just being, oh, you're so brave. You're so brave. Oh, God, it's so wonderful. Like, like they have this, you know, it's like this, they, there's so many podcasts out there, the two girl podcasts that are just like, Either A, failures at everything in life, so they did this and finally, you know, it hit. Which, hey, that's me too, baby. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to, I ain't judging you. I'm just saying this is what it is, right? Um, so, like, kind of, you know, failures at everything else in life. Um, or, uh, you know, they, they, they were whatever they were. Their housewives are bored. Let's do a podcast about, what should we do it about? True crime. True crime. It's so, it's so niche, you know, um. Niche, whatever the fuck. Shut up. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. So these two girls, you know, they did, they, they do the podcast, and they they got this they got this victim on stage, and and like, how did you get away from him? Oh, he had me pinned down or whatever, and and I and I hit him in the balls, and I looked at him, I said, not today, 
And that's like the title of her book. She writes a book about her experience, right? And everybody's like, oh, you're such a, you're so brave. You're so brave. You're such a victim. You're so brave. You're survive. You're so brave. You're just, you're the best ever. You're so brave. Well, come find out. She's full of shit, right? Full of shit. Because the serial killer guy that's at the convention too, he's like, I never saw this girl. I never saw her. So he straight up says it like he's going to go confront her. And he scares the shit out of her enough for her to kill herself because he knows that she never met the guy. And when he confronts her, he kind of almost alludes like, I am the, I am the serial killer and I'll see you around. So she fucking, she jumps off a roof, right? Because she's a dumb bitch. <laughs> um, you know, so like, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's America right now, guys. That's America. Like, it's, it's who can be the best victim, right? Let's not applaud the person that has got three years sobriety. Let's applaud the person that got drunk, uh, got naked at a party, and, you know, um, coerce a guy to having sex with her. And, you know, she woke up, didn't know what she did. And I'm saying this happens. I'm not, look, God damn it. Before everyone jumps down my fucking throat and says, oh, you're, you're disgracing women. No, I'm not. I'm disgracing slutty fucking habits. And then the next day, wake it up next to a guy, don't remembering what you're doing and then accusing the guy of rape. That's what I'm condemning. And now she's a hero because she's a victim. And then she can be in her, her little sorority fucking bullshit and do all of her college campus tours. And just like that bitch at the Duke lacrossing, a stripper bitch that said all these guys raped her and it didn't happen. She got wasted, fucking plastered drunk and end up, ended up outside humiliated because they're like, get the fuck out of here, you drunk ass. Because she was acting weird, so they kicked her out. And she was humiliated, so she went on. She went around saying that she was raped by the Duke lacrosse team, who had a really good team that year and ruined their, ruined most of their lives. But that's okay because she got to be the. Oh, and she was black too, so and she was a single mom too. So you know they don't lie, right? Because no people lie. Especially if you're black, you're always honest, right? Especially if you're a woman, you're super honest then, right? Let's not believe the guys ever. No, 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 no. We, be, That's even the thing now, right? We believe the victim. You know, Amber Heard. We believe the victim. So if we believe the victim off the bat, we don't do what has been the Western idea for hundreds of years now, let the law decide. Oh, well, the law's tainted. The law's tainted because the court system's rigged, and this is rigged, and that's rigged. Well, it's supposed to be a jury of your peers, and that happens a lot. If it's so rigged, then how the fuck did O.J. Simpson get off? If it's so slanted one way or the other, it, I, I'll tell you how it's slanted. It's slanted for rich people, really. It's, it doesn't care what your color is. Green, it's all about one color in a justice system in this in this country, and that's green, okay? Um, if it benefits the system for this person to be put in jail, they're going to do it. If it doesn't, they won't. So that's 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 the fucking reality. Um, but yeah, it, it's just, no, like, <laughs> the, the victims in this country get the 21-gun salute. So... 
the Democrat Party, smartly, has hitched their wagon onto the victim mentality. Like that, that's what the Democrat Party is. That's who the heroes of the Democrats are, are the victims, right? And they've hitched their wagon onto that and they're going to ride that shit into oblivion, right? But if there's no strong heroes to look up to that have done great things, just everyday heroes, man, people that save kids from burning, whatever, whatever it is. And it, like I said, man, this, this, this has no color bias. You know, it doesn't matter if you're white or black or gay or straight or woman or man or whatever the fuck your stripes are. Everyone can be a hero any day, anytime, right? And there are, they're daily heroes, man. They're, they're out there and I wish the news covered it more. Maybe that's what I should do with my podcast. Maybe I should just cover a hero a day, right? Or a hero a week. Just someone that no one's talking about, that did something great somewhere. Man, you know what? Maybe I should do that. that that's actually not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. Maybe in my podcast every week, I'm going to include a, uh, an, a, you know, an American hero, someone that did something that week that was above themselves and, uh, you know, try to, try to shine some light on some people instead of just going immediately to the fucking victims of this world. Um, yeah. So the Democrats have hitched their wagon to that. And so, so people that vote Democrat, we're not, they're not focusing on what's wrong. They're focusing on the victims that are getting so much play from the Democrat party. Like it's, you know, they don't see the millions of people suffering. They see the one, and this comes straight from the Stalin playbook, right? They see the one person that's tragic, that's a victim, whatever it may be because of racism or sexism or uh, some kind of phobia, whatever, fucking bullshit, right? They focus on that, right? The victim out there, but they don't focus on the sufferers, the, the, the people that are having a hard time and just want to do better. You know, you don't, like I said, you don't have to be blind. You don't have to be a fucking genius to see that things are wrong right now. When you get gas, it's $5 a gallon. When you go to the fucking grocery store, the grocery bill you used to rack up was $75, $80, dollars Now it's 200 you don't have that. That doesn't take a genius. And here's what's going on. There is nothing in me that says that Joe Biden is, is conscious of his job. There's nothing in me that says that I can look at it and say that Joe Biden has a clue. Excuse me, guys. Hold on. I got to turn on the car here. I'm sweating. Um, that Joe Biden has a clue of what in the hell is going on in this country right now. I don't, I, dude, in his mind, his eyes, his view, it could be 1985 as far as we know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what movies are playing inside that cat's head right now. Um, I don't know, man. It could be fucking Running Man as far as I'm concerned. I have no idea. Um, this guy is completely incapable of doing his job. Um, and the only reason I think that people are like, you know, oh, God, we better keep him in office is they don't want the alternative. They don't want Mrs. Harris to come along. Um, I, yeah, I that that bitch scares me. OK, um, why is that? Why is he cat? I, I can't even think. I just really literally lost that bitch's fucking name. Our vice president. Because I don't want a member of the squad being my president. OK, I'm not ready for that shit. The squad. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, Suicide Squad. I, God, if only. <laughs> Send them out on some fucking mission, okay? Like, make the... 
Why don't they go shame the bad guy into giving up his uh, criminal ways? No, hell no, no, man, no. They, they, no. They would take that fucking vic. They would take that criminal or whatever the bad guy they're facing, and they would make him the fucking hero. Oh, didn't you know you're a victim? Did your dad hit you? Well, well, yeah, because most you know sociopaths or psychopaths have a huge a history of abuse in their background. So it's like, well, did your dad? Be yes, he did. Were you abused? Yes, I was. Oh. Please sit down. Let's talk about this. No, 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 no. You're not, I know you've killed an entire school. Um, but you know, we need to understand where you're coming from because you know, we know that you hurt too. Here, here's a handout. Let's get you out of prison. We'll, we'll, we'll put you, you know, but yeah, you're going to stay in trial, but that's okay. You know, but just, just play lip service to it. We'll, 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 we'll plead guilty. And, you know, they'll say you got 25 years to life, but you know, really and truly, maybe you'll spend two. Um, we'll make sure you're pardoned when, um, God damn, what is her fucking name? I have her face in my fucking, in my mind's eye right now. Our vice president. I can't think of her fucking name. Ah, not important. <laughs> Not important, right? I thought, what was the last time we had a good vice president? Oh, uh, yeah, actually, yeah, what's his face? God, see, I am really Mike Pence. I liked him because he stood up for liberty and he stood up for the Constitution when the time came. So, kudos to him. Uh, now, I did say earlier on in the year that, you know, hey, man, Trump this. No, I'm, I'm off that shit, man, quick style. Look, I look back at 2019 as like. <laughs> Things were just better, okay? And if you don't fucking see that, man, there's no saving you. If you think things were bad four years ago, there's nothing that's going to save you. There's nothing I'm going to say without knowing your personal situation that is going to make you change your mind, okay? Like, I can't, there's just nothing I can say to you. You're fucking gone, man. You're fucking, you're, you're corrupted. You're gone. Like you, if you have the victim mentality, that's not going to shake out. You know, I, I, I can't take you by the shoulders and shake that out of you. Now, I personally was a Democrat and then I, <laughs> I, I, I started to know better. You know, I grew up. I didn't run around thinking that money just grew on trees and that rich people need to pay higher taxes and that, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm my own victim and, and, uh, I need to I need to join the fucking squad of the the masses of 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 handout recipients. Like you know, I, I I gave that up. I wanted to work for what I got. I didn't feel like anyone. You know, I started realizing that no one, no one, no no one owes me a damn thing. Okay, I'm not owed anything. I need to work for what I get in this life in this world. Um, and until you fucking face that fact, it's just gonna be a hard time for you. And you're going to feel like bitter, angry, resentful towards anyone that's got it better than you. And you feel like, oh, why is it, you know, that guy's got it better than me. I, I should have that. I should have that. I should have the house up on the hill with the Tesla and the, the bomb-ass wife. But you can have it. You just got to work for it. And you got to have a good idea. And you got to figure out something that people want. And, you know, you can do it, man. It happens every day. Every day. But it's getting harder to happen because people are losing their spirit to fight, to try, to achieve. I mean, we got hordes of people right now that are about 30 years old, 
and all they do all fucking day is live at home and play video games and, and live off of government assistance. That's all they do all day. Sit at home, play video games, chat with their friends, and they're in their bubble, and they don't want to get out. And the thought of having to go out and work, they truly believe the government is there to, to support them, to give them, to make sure that they're okay. They're like a, they're an extension of their parents, you know, and that's all they understand. They think that's what the government exists for, is to give them a check every week, right? So, yeah, there's just, like, our country is just teething right now with those. Or seething, whatever the fuck it is. Shut up. I, you know, I'm not learned. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, yeah, no, we're fucked, guys. Like, like unless, we, unless we decide, like, you know, next November to change, like, we're just going to keep on going down this hole. And the thing is, the, the thing that pisses me off more than anything else is how fucking blind and insensitive they are. Joe Biden, man, when he gets up there on stage, he tells you everything's great. Oh, man, unemployment is low. Stock market is up. Things are really good in America right now. It's a good time to live. <laughs> is it? Is it? When our country is spending, and look, I know I was a supporter of this. I get it, man. I was a supporter of the Ukraine, the Ukrainian uh, people in their, their fight against Russia because I, I look at Russia like it's a tyranny. And I believe that they did invade them under false premises, and that wasn't right. And, they, and that Ukraine is a sovereign nation, and they do, uh, they do you know, deserve independence and to be their own place. You know, we, we all do, okay? But. It's come on the backs of Americans. And, you know, maybe if this was 20 years ago, okay, I can understand that. But right now, we don't have it. And frankly, it doesn't look like it's doing a lot of good either. All this billions and billions and billions of dollars we're sending over there. All this equipment that we're sending over there, you know. The Russians, I'm not a fan of the Russians. Don't get me wrong, man. I, I am not a fan of Boris, okay? I never will be. Um... But it seems that they're holding their own. I mean, they did get pushed back. Granted, they did get pushed back. When they started their invasion, it looked like they are going to roll over the Ukrainians. The Ukrainians pushed them back away from Kiev. Hey, whatever happened to Kiev? <laughs> That's what I'm like. When did that change? Like, I, again, there's just so many things that happen in life where, like, they don't include me on the decision. And I don't know it's been made to not call it Kiev anymore. It's called Kiev, Right? Fucking lightsabers, man. Hard candy lightsabers. You used to when you went to the store, any store, grocery store, drugstore, there were rolls and rolls and rolls and rolls of them, right? Where did that go? What happened to those? They just like fell off the face of the earth one day. Like one day you had rolls and rolls of lightsabers, and the next day there was none to be found, right? And I, I I've gone from store to store to store looking for these things, and I can't fucking find them. And I asked, like, hey, man, what happened to the lightsabers? I don't know. It's been gone for a long time. Oh, well, did anybody ask? Like, <laughs> I guess something like, like, I guess my generation loved the hell out of in the 90s because they came out with all these different flavors. And they had the, the lifesavers holes, these little tiny, these little teeny, they were supposed to be the holes of a lifesaver. You know, they're like Tic Tacs almost, but like harder. And like, yeah, so like, 
Like we love those things, man. I remember you see holes all the time. I, I eat holes. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, um, yeah, lifesavers, man. <laughs> dig them. Uh, dig them. Uh, no, fucking, uh, no, just like, like we're just, we're suffering right now, man. It's just not me. It's Americans everywhere, man. Our bills are out of control. Like people are running out of money, guys. Like, like there's so many reports out that says, that, hey, they got enough money to get through October, and that's about it. Now, what my suspicion is, is whoever runs Biden is going to roll something out here in like October, November. Whether, you know, because we, look, there's a cabal. We don't know who it is. And, and, and honestly, it doesn't make any sense to spend time on trying to figure out who runs the world. Um, you know, some people are like, oh, it's the Jews, which I totally do not agree with. Um, or that it's this cabal of bankers, which maybe, it, I don't know, man. But I have a feeling that the government is going to go to this cabal and say, hey, listen, uh, we need the prices to go down somewhat and we need to bring down the interest rates and we need to do this and that. Because remember, the government, the Federal Reserve is a fucking private bank. It's not a government entity. It's a private bank. Okay, so it's going to set interest rates. So if this private bank is getting pressure from the government to, to lower interest rates again and... Damn the torpedoes, right? Or they, you know, going to release some strategic reserve oil uh, reserves, which it's not going to come from foreign uh, outlets because they've already said, hey, we're not, we're not, we're not going to speed up production again. We're going to make some money for a little while. You know, we, 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 we have sped up production for 10 years. You know, when the value of the, of the oil, the barrel goes up, like they want to keep that going, man. And, you know, most of the world, is under that, you know, thing of, hey, let's get, let's get the price of oil up so we can make some money. Um, and the, the ultimate hedge to that bet used to be Russia. And since we don't trade with Russia anymore, well, most countries still trade with Russia. They just do it through a different means. They use the Chinese currency as an end around or the Indian currency as an end around. So, yeah, I mean, it, it still happens. Um, and the rest of the world's laughing at us, dude. Like, we're a fucking joke. Like, we, we have no power. Everything we say, we, we don't keep our word. We don't support our... I mean, all we've shown in the last fucking 10 years, 15 years, is we don't support our allies. We don't keep our word. We don't stand up to bad guys. We just lay down eventually. Well, our rhetoric will be good, right? We like to, we love to do that. We love to get up on a podium and say how evil something is. And then like, when it actually comes time to do the deed, we shrink away from that shit pretty quick. So anyways, so yeah, guys, look, this has been, I think the show went all right, man. I actually tried to stay on task, <laughs> stay on point. I think I was able to do that. So I, I hope this one wasn't that confusing as a lot of my shows typically are. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, I, 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 I really thank you guys for listening. Um, please, please, please share this with whomever you got to share it with your friends, your dog. I don't know, whatever, Facebook, Instagram, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, let's get, I'm not begging anymore. You guys are going to do what you're going to do. So whatever. Um, I'm, but I'm honored to, to 
to have you guys listen to me, whoever is listening to me, and I really hope you enjoy this. And this was a little, you know, a little pot, little politicky. Um, but I think it's time, man. I think it's time to start rolling out with some of the bigger guns. Um, one thing I want, another shout out I want to give Green Bay Packers, Jordan Love. You know what? We may not win any more games this year, but we did beat the Bears in the Bears home opener, and there's a comforting feeling knowing that some shit just don't change, right? So there we go. Beat the Bears. Jordan Love's first game. Aaron Rodgers goes out. Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> Sorry, Jets. Guess you shouldn't have backed that horse, huh? <laughs> and it almost makes like Green Bay look like they knew something that no one else knew or something. Like somehow they had some secret dope. But they, they you know, ACL injury. There's no way to predict that. That's going to happen. Um, it happens a lot, especially like in artificial turf and stuff like that. It, and, you know, Rodgers needs, I guess Rodgers didn't understand, like, he's not used to being on that turf. He was used to playing in Green Bay, you know, real grass. So it shit happens, right? Shit happens. So it happened to him. Poor bastard. Ah, you know, I don't want to see anybody lose a career or a season or see a fan base just be completely demoralized. That's, that's not cool. So I'm sorry, Jets fans. I hope I hope some somehow, some way Zach Wilson just becomes the man. And that does happen. It does happen. You know? Sometimes people just need some some encouragement. We'll see. Um, but shout out to Green Bay. Woo! Jordan Love! MVP! Rookie of the Year. Not rookie, but offensive player of the year. Best quarterback. Yeah, right. Um I'll talk a little bit more about that, the Packers, probably next podcast. Um, talk a little bit about Notre Dame. Boy, oh boy, Sam Hartman, man, that quarterback, whoo! God damn, he can wing that fucking pig, man. And, and like I've said, uh, some people say, like, Notre Dame has never had a quarterback like this, like a real passer. And he is just killing it right now. Um, I don't know if he'll be in the Heisman conversation, which would be fucking amazing if Notre Dame could have a quarterback in the Heisman conversation. I mean, really, man, really, that would be, like, huge for Notre Dame. We haven't had that in a long, long, long time. I think since, like, Rick Meyer. (laughs) So, um, anyways, guys, thank you for listening. Um, I love all you guys. God bless you. You know, keep it up, man. Just look. If the times are tough, man, the tough, and what's the old saying, you know, when the going get tough, the tough get going, you know, it's, if you're making it right now, God bless you. If you're supporting your family, God bless you. And if you're not making it, God bless you, man. Just keep it up. Don't give up. Don't give up. I had a moment this year, and you guys heard it, where I felt like I was giving up. But you know what? I hope I've righted myself a little bit. So, love you guys. God bless you. Thank you for listening. It's been Dane Bramage. Facebook, Instagram, all that all that fun stuff. So, love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Dane Bramage. This has been your not-so-esteemed host, Jeff. It's been an honor to entertain, inform, and blow your mind. And I gotta ask, was it as good for you as it was for me? Probably not. I've always been somewhat of a disappointment. Shh, don't tell anybody. 
Anyways, if you need more Dane Bramage, you can go to the Dane Bramage Podcast Facebook page, or you can email me at danebramage2023 at gmail.com. Be good to each other, and God bless.